They have something special going on down here, and that's very hard to find. They got a great culture, family atmosphere, and uh, you know they're on the verge of something great. You know, bringing me down here, we're going to look forward to winning the Super Bowl in 2018. Now to get things started, here's the host of Jaguars Thursday, J.P. Shadrick. Here we go, Jaguars Thursday, J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman, Tony Vaselli in route. Free agency frenzy, what a day at Everbank Field. We'll recap it. Seven in the books, one pending, allegedly, in free agency. What's up, Logs? How we doing, man? I'm doing good. These days are fun, right? Did you follow along at home? Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the alerts were like bang, bang, bang across the phone. I'm going, wow. Uh, but who, th- who would have thought this, right? Well, that's, that's my point. Yeah. Is that, you know, over the last couple of years, the number of free agents, especially last year uh, with the, the amount of money that they spent on defense, uh, was not surprising. But then to turn around and follow it up again with multiple free agents, you're paying a guard $13 million a year. Yep. Uh, multiple tight ends. Yep. Uh, and they may not be done with them yet. Uh, wide receivers, you know, when you're I mean, very, very surprising, uh, but exciting. You know, exciting because you know you're talking about because every year your team your team chemistry changes, and so the chemistry that that they're going to build this year is going to be completely unique and different than last year, and so it's going to be fun watching how that chemistry ends up playing out. Uh, and I'm ex- very excited about Andrew Norwell, the guard from Carolina, because uh, I-, I think he's a really good football player. And I can't wait to watch more tape of him yeah, sure. to see how good he is. But uh, a heck of a football player. Uh, I'm I'm interested in watching some tape on D.J. Hayden mm-hmm. uh, because I haven't watched a lot of him lately. Uh, I know he was a very high pick with the Oakland Raiders, had the health concern and all that kind of thing, remember all that kind of yes. stuff. Uh, Cody Davis, good football player, solid, you know, backup, good special teams player. But, uh, you know, it's, it's exciting. And here's the reason it's most exciting. There's an owner in Jacksonville that says, look, I don't care whatever it takes. Let's win some football games, okay? here he, We have a cap. We're going to spend it. I'm not into this business to make money. I'm in this business to spend money and win championships. And I think that's what should be the most exciting thing. Uh, if you're a fan of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They got the defense squared away last year, and now they're trying to put some finishing touches on the offense, it seems like, with the uh, the offensive line, the wide receivers, and the tight ends, and maybe more to come. And, and yes. here's the best part. Uh, I can smell my steak dinner. <laughs> Tony Baselli is I can his... smell it. I can smell <laughs> that bone-in ribeye. I can hear the, the butter still boiling on the plate. Woo! I, can hear them, I can't wait. I can hear them swiping Tony Baselli's credit card as we speak. <laughs> Tony, what's up? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to make sure I add some extra cash uh, for that night on the card. To make sure I can pay for everything. <laughs> Just to refresh everyone, what was the wager? The friendly wager? We had a bet. Uh, and to- Tony proposed the bet. I, I didn't pr- propose. No, it. yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I basically said I didn't think. I thought Allen Robinson would get uh, 13 million dollars or less. And he ended up getting thirteen and a half, I think it is. That's uh, fourteen, almost fourteen. Yeah, yeah 14. almost fourteen. And, fourteen uh, on the dot. Jeff, Jeff was right. I, it was more than I thought he'd get. I, I mean, I thought he'd get a lot of money. I mean, thirteen's a lot of money. Uh, I did not think he'd get as much as he did. And good for Alan Robinson, by the way. I'm happy as heck for him. No, and that—that's the beauty of it, you know. Right. Uh, you know, a lot of people. That I mean, that's the beauty of free agency. You know, it, did anybody else come close to offering A-Rob that kind of money? 
I don't know. Maybe. You know, but here's the thing. You, you don't have to have it if you're a player. So, I mean, if you're a player, you always want to get the free agency. Uh, you know, if you're a veteran player and you look, you want to stay with the team that you've been with for a very long time, you're, you're near the end and, you know, you're looking at winning another championship. You know, I, I get all that. But if you're trying to maximize your business as a player, you want to try to get the free agency. And look, congratulations to the Chicago Bears. I uh, did a radio show a little while ago, uh, Tony, and you know the guy Tom Waddle, wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. Yep. Uh, him and Mark, you've probably been on with him before as well. And they asked me what kind of a player that A-Rob is. And I told him, look, you guys got a stud. Because he is. He's a stud. I uh, told him about you know how we talked about 50-50 balls are no longer 50-50 balls. Said how his work ethic is in practice. And their question to me was, well, why did they let him go and keep Marquise Lee? And my point was, if, if A-Rob cost what Marquise Lee cost, they would have kept A-Rob. It's a, it was about the money. That's right. There's no doubt about that. Hey, Tony. Yeah, I mean, that's, an, that's an easy answer. Yeah, but they don't know that because, I mean, they don't know, you know, this football team. They're not in the market. And, they don't understand the ins and, and outs. And, and they the don't. Roster. You know, so uh, it was good to inform them. And, and uh, because, Alan, I mean, all, everything I said about Alan Robinson is true. And it's unfortunate this team wasn't able to keep him because he is a great football player. And they wanted him. They Jeff, got you, to, Jeff, would you have paid him $14 million? No. No. Obviously, this team didn't want to either. There was a point where they were out. I would so, have liked to have paid him $14 million if it was very, like, back-end loaded. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you could like get into the first year and the second year, and not have it not be fourteen million, and then kind of get a look. Okay, is he healthy? Is he back to what we thought he could be? Okay, then if he is, okay, then after year one or year two, then you're paying him what he would be worth. I, I would have been okay with that. Okay, guys. What, what was the guaranteed money he got? It was like twenty twenty million, over twenty million, I think. Which actually is not a huge guarantee. Well, it's a three-year deal now. That's a lot of money 14. on a three-year deal. Well, but not if you're making 14 a year. Either way, uh, big deal. Yeah, for no, it's great. Good for him. Yeah. So let's let's get to the class that is here in Jacksonville. The crown of the the crown jewel of the class is Andrew Norwell, first-team All-Pro guard from Carolina, an undrafted player out of Ohio State. He Love worked that. his way into the lineup. And then stayed in the lineup the rest of his time in Carolina and worked his way to the first team All Pro. Tony, how good is this guy? Oh, he's very good. I mean, I remember watching him as his rookie year, and he was a a guy who you know had some limitations. You thought just because he was young, and I remember watching him, and you maybe questioned a little bit of the movement, but he's such a big, powerful guy. But to his credit, he got better and better each year, and I'm here now, so I'm walking in the studio. Oh, there he is, Tony Vasselli, walking yeah, down the hallway from the telephone to the uh, radio studio, joining us. Yeah, you go stay on the phone in the studio. <laughs> you stay on the phone with us while he's in the studio. Your your mic's not on yet. Stand by. Mike, let's go. Go ahead, Tony. Hey, but he's a guy who got better each year. And what you love about him is is how big and powerful he is. Uh, he's a very good pass blocker. He's a mauler in the run game. And he's a self – I don't want to say self-made guy, but he, he did it the hard way. Undrafted sure. guys are all self-made in my book. Oh, yeah. I mean, because they've had to, to fight, claw, scratch to get everything that they've gotten. I mean, not everybody comes in the league like me and Tony were first-round draft picks. I mean, so uh, having having seen a lot of guys where they paid their dues to get and to earn everything that they've gotten, you, you appreciate that. And I think a lot of times those players uh, are the type of players that become the best players that sometimes on your roster. 
because they understand what the work work ethic is. Yeah. They've understood what it takes, and so uh, you know, good for him, uh, good for the Jaguars, and. Uh, I don't even think they're done yet. That's a crazy thing. Know, right? Well, and about you him, know? I know I have a connection to him. His offensive line coach at the Carolina Panthers was my offensive line coach at USC my first two years. How about that? He's And so, and John Matsko is one of the best offensive line coaches in the NFL. Well, you ought to be able, be able to get the down low yeah, let's on get some, some well, Have you talked to Matsko yet? yet? I haven't. I've been, well, what, what's the what problem, man? Come on. Do a little research, will you? I'll do that next time. week. you got to have that information. Well, next week I'll be on vacation, so I'm not going to do anything. Like what, I mean, what's going on here? I know I mean, it's bad. Yeah. It's weak. But anyways, he uh, he's a, he's a guy, and you if you watch him, he's a very well coached, good technician, uh, really good uh, fundamentals. The word you hear about him is the nastiness about him. He has a finish and a little something extra well, in that it, eyes. Here's you know, the deal, that, JP. <laughs> if you're paying a guard thirteen million, he'd better be really good. He'd better. <laughs> Uh, have gotten better over the course of his career so far. Uh, he'd better have a little nasty in him. Okay, those are all the things. That's why you're paying him that kind of money. That's why he's earned that kind of money as a free agent. You know, so uh, I look forward to watching the tape on him. I mean, I just know the general stuff on him. You know, Only but, offensive lineman last year not to give up a quarterback hit or sack. Yeah, but year. to be able to, to in the league in the league to yeah. watch. To, I mean, I look forward to watching you know his film. Uh, I will. I look forward to watching all of the guys' film. You know, because that's kind of what I do is one free agency kind of rolls around, and when they sign somebody, take a peek at them, yeah. you know, and see what they're all about. Well, I mean, some guys guy you know I've about. I've watched. Because yeah, I mean, you have. Yeah, I've watched him. I mean, he's, you have. I mean, I player. haven't watched a lot of him, you know, because I'm not focusing on him. Yeah. You know, I'm on a team focusing more on the, sure. on the defensive lineman that the Carolina Panthers are probably facing. See, we watch the game differently. Different, different games. You know, if, if Carolina Panthers are playing the Atlanta Falcons, Tony's watching the offensive lineman of the Panthers, okay, when Cam Newton's on the field. Me, I'm watching uh, Takaris McKinley, the Atlanta Falcons' number one draft pick, because I want to watch and see how he plays. You know, but that's how we watch the game a little bit differently. So I'm looking, to, I'm looking forward to watching the film on him specifically. It, uh, and I heard you mention it uh, when I was on hold at the start. DJ Hayden, I want to give, uh, I want to talk about that one. Surprised me a little bit. Why? And I, it's not like I've studied a t- bunch of film. But you're looking for a nickel. Mm-hmm. He's a longer player, bigger corner, if I'm not mistaken. Five eleven. Yeah, but I mean a little bit longer guy. Yeah. I, I'm surprised. I don't know. Did he play nickel at Oakland? I mean, so from what I've just gone off of what Dave, you know, because I don't know in Oakland he was supposed to be a starter. He's I mean, supposed to be an outside. Yeah, he's supposed to be a number one guy outside. Uh, but you know what? Last year was the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. That's you right. Know, so, well, we we didn't see the Detroit Lions all year. You know, so I have to watch film on him. He's another guy. You know, I do do know this. He was without question a a high first round draft pick if he didn't have any health concerns. That's right. You know, coming out and, and, and still was, anyway. was a first round draft pick with the health concerns. <laughs> overall, which is pretty amazing. And the health concerns for those who don't know the backstory, he was in a full padded practice in college at the University of Houston. Was kneed in the chest by a teammate. And uh, one of the the arteries in the back of his heart like ripped out, and he had to be rushed to the emergency room and almost died. Open heart surgery, five minutes away from dying, yes. losing blood. Uh, so it was a a real scary accident. But he was out of the hospital in six days, and it usually takes six weeks for people to recover from an injury like that. And he's back in, in football, and that's the one still I has a career going. Yeah, yeah, and I'm looking forward to watching him actually. Because I didn't realize he was a nickel, to be honest with you. I mean, I knew about him. Inside and outside, he plays. The question that I had, and I don't know if you guys saw this, and 
wanted to ask you guys this. Aaron Colvin obviously goes yep. to the Houston Texans. What kind of contract did he get? I want to I want to say it was seven a year. If I'm not eighteen guaranteed, seven or eight a year. Good for him. Got, yeah, it was good a very for him. Good deal. Three year deal. Because I think we were it, we were saying like for fifteen or eighteen guaranteed nickel money was in that yeah. five a year, and so he ended up getting it was more than four. That. So good for him. If I remember reading it correctly, but JP can research. Stand by. I'm researching. Yeah, research. We'll it find out. it. Uh, but either way, uh, Dave Caldwell said today, the Jaguars general manager, that they were closer to Colvin certainly than they were to Allen Robinson, and they were in contact with Colvin's people a whole lot more. And it was a tough decision for Aaron to, to leave here and go to Houston. I think the Allen Robinson. I think the day that he was not franchised. I think their probably last conversation was at that point saying, this is what we're going to offer. Yeah. And I think their agent base said, well, we're going to go get more money. And, and, they, did. and, and they said, and fine, you know, you, you know, go enter the market, enter the tampering period, and then get back with us if, if you guys feel like it's necessary. Yeah. That's probably what happened. And look, the, you know, the Jaguars wanted to try, but they had a number set on him, and that's kind of how you got to do business. you got to set a number, and if it exceeds that number uh, by a great amount, I mean, you got to be willing to walk away. Four years, thirty-four million, eighteen million in guarantees for Cole. good for him. So four years, thirty-four, good for him. almost nine a year, it's eight great. and a half. It's great, crazy money, great guy, and uh, we'll see him twice a year now. On the other side, it'll be, it'll, it will be interesting to see what he's going to be. Well, they in got Houston. they got jo- uh, John just Joseph, Jonathan Joseph again. And they got Cream Jackson. That's my right. point. Is yeah, he going to be a, just a nickel? Or or is he going to end up replacing Jonathan Joseph? I mean, he's well, they just been resigned. John, I think if, if anything, they might move Kareem Jackson into the middle inside. Yeah, Maybe it'll be interesting out. to I don't see how it works out. A lot of corners in Houston these days on a defense that they're hoping could trend back upward with Watt coming back and merciless. We'll see how they I hope they don't from the injury. Plenty to get to tonight. We'll go through the rest of the free agent signings today for the Jaguars. A little bit later, Paul Pazlesny calling it a career. We'll get our thoughts from our two resident first round picks. Check out Jack Hanania's Audi Jacksonville on Blanding. You can lease a beautiful new A3 from just $2.29 a month. Head over today for details. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio. The neck injury, the small injuries that I have, especially with my shoulder and then uh, the surgery I had on my toe. So it was just things that were holding me back and now I'm finally healthy, and um, I know what I got in me, and uh, it's on my shoulders, and I'm, I'm ready to go. Like I said, I know what I'm capable of. I'm back healthy, and uh, I'm going to go out here and show these guys what I can do, show the NFL and put everything on my shoulders and give Jacksonville all I got and help these guys win any way I can. Dante Moncrief spent his earlier years with the Indianapolis Colts. He's now with the Jacksonville Jaguars in free agency. McGowan's AC is giving you a chance to get your electric bill paid for the entire 2018 season, just guess the weekly order of opponents for the 2018 Jag season, and you could win. Enter today at jaguars.com slash McGowan. The uh, uh, Dante Mockery, uh, yes. what, what college did he go to? Uh, Ole Miss. Okay. The, I, I remember having a conversation with Tony Khan back when the Colts drafted him. And uh, you know, analytics has a way of evaluating certain players and catch radius, yeah, and, and, yeah, and, the, and some of their metrics on what they do physically, you know, their forty time, et cetera. And I didn't really know much about Dante Moncrief, and I just remember watching the film on him. And so I was talking to Tony about it at one point, and he said, you know, he is one of the top uh, couple athletes when it comes to metrics ever. I mean, so like his measurables coming out. Off the chart, hmm. you know, and I remember, what was it? What was his big year? 
uh, going back to 15, 16? Yeah, a couple years ago. His yeah. first couple years, he had a nice he rookie year, and then his second year, was, he was, I think it was his best year. He had you seven were thinking, touchdowns in 16. You were thinking in 16, okay, this yeah. guy's going to be scary. Well, and then but, and the numbers dropped off, but guess what else happened? Quarterback. Quarterback Andrew dropped was, off. I mean, there was no – I've always – And he said that today. That was a bigger issue than, you know, everybody thinks is an issue. But he said that in the press conference today. Andrew Luck leaving and then the change into the quarterbacks, it, it messed up not only him, but all the receivers. That well, T.Y. Hilton's numbers were down this year, yeah. and I really liked the Dante Moncrief sign. Yeah, I do too. Um, He's about the same size as A-Rod. Right? Well, forget forget that for a second. He's got speed. The, this is a, he's faster. This is the better receiving core than it was last year with the addition of him. Now, keep in mind, A-Rod wasn't here all last year. Mm-hmm. So you add him, the re-signing Marquis Lee, it'll be interesting. I think this is – probably the first step of either Alan Hearns being restructured or not here. One or the other. Because if if you had to say right now who your top three receivers are, I don't think Alan Hearns is in that group. No, well, prob- probably not. And we, we, we probably, I'm not sure he's in the top four right well, who, now. Who are, who are your top three right now? Marquise Lee, Dante Moncrief, and uh, D.D. Westbrook. And Keelan Cole's right yeah, behind that's him. Keelan Cole's right there oh, now. It's, I mean, so but there's four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. So you're not going to pay – Something's got to happen there. I mean, it's just going to yeah. – I'm not – listen, I hope he's back because that's a really good five receiver. I hope he's back at, at – The right price. Yeah. I mean, and what is, what's his number, seven? He's just not – he's not worth seven. You so you're not going to pay seven to a third, fourth, or fifth receiver? No. Let's start producing. Right, so, I mean, look, it's, I don't think it's a production thing when it comes to Allen I, I, because uh, – here are two things about Allen. One, he's had some head injuries. Okay, that's Alan Hurts. Yes. Yeah, Allen Hurts. And other injuries as well. Okay, and other injuries. Uh, the other thing is, is he a big play type receiver? Now, some of his plays in his career have been unbelievable. But some of those big plays, which have been fantastic, you know, the London stuff games come, come to mind. Huge. Mr. London. But, but were they were they plays to where the speed or he ran away from somebody or he made somebody – I mean, they're just like – You say like, dumb things on the show. He's on the program cover every year. What okay. are you talking about? I'm just saying. I, wouldn't, I, I don't think – Mr. London. Mr. He won three games he's, over there. He's had an he unbelievable – His games in London has okay, been the best game of his career. He won, he won the game against the Bills. That was an amazing catch. He had a touchdown last catch. year. Okay, but he won the he game. Win the game. Like, I mean, he, it was a blowout. He continued the trend <laughs> okay, first of all, that scoring nothing. in London. That's no, in all due respect to Alan Hearns, if he's not on the field last year, it doesn't matter. They're winning the football game. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, the, no, the, the, the Ravens offense had like 100 yards. <laughs> The entire game. All, they, all say, they needed was Mercedes in that game. Let's just—I agree with you. Let's just say he's on a roll in the UK. How about that? Yeah, he's nice. He does very. He's well on every poster. There. He's on tickets. Okay, stuff. but he's I, here's the anyway. thing. <laughs> Love Alan Hearns. I do. Okay? I don't want him to leave. I just think I would. The Bills game, yes, I'm Mr. with you, London. But I wouldn't go that Come far. He's he's a great route runner. He's a pro. Yeah. He's tough. I mean, all those things. Yeah, undrafted guy, just like you said. Yep. You love those all those guys, things right? about him. You love. Okay, but uh, do I do if I was the general manager or the owner or whatever, would I love right now what he's scheduled to make? No, I would want to make that uh, less, and then I would find a way to uh, let him compete. And uh, if it doesn't happen, you know that's just the way it works out sometimes. You know, so I think something will happen there. You know, I think there's a lot of things yet to happen. I mean, you. you you're bringing in a couple tight ends. What happens to the guys that are here? I mean, do, do all the tight ends come back? Uh, I still they think they'll be done signing tight ends. I first still of think all. that there's there's going to be 
some way, somehow, competition brought in a punter. And I think it needs to happen. Uh, so I think I there's going to be another back. They're going to have another running back. I mean, they're either uh, second, third round. I bet you they pick a back. Maybe four. I mean, they're going to pick a back. In yeah, this draft. sure, sure. Tight end. I think they may draft a tight end. May draft a tackle. You know, may draft a corner. Well, they're going to draft somebody. Who's named five different I'm, positions? They're going to draft, they're gonna draft okay, one of twenty-two the, positions right now. After free agency, what, how would you rank the positions of need? Not not positions oh, of need. Oh boy! Oh yeah, uh, positions of need. Positions of need. So okay, let's just talk. Let's just do the first two rounds because I think it's okay. Um, you got your guard. Don't need that. Well, I, I could see them getting a t- uh, depending who what falls there. I could see an, uh, one of the tackles being picked there late in the first round. Uh, I don't know, Jeff. You've looked at the draft more than I. Is there depth at any uh, at the pass rushing position? I haven't gotten that position. Okay, so yet. you know, if there's a, a rusher, you always ignore her. what's there in the draft. Just from if you look at this roster, okay, well, you're going to get a linebacker depth. Okay, linebacker, linebacker. Okay, good one. Um, depending on what they do during the rest of free agency with the tight end, you know, there's yeah. there's things out there. You know, right now, based on where it's at, I think a tight end would be in the first few rounds. If some of the things we're hearing happen, that could change. Um, you got to you got to find an I think inex- a back. They're inexpensive, getting a back. inexpensive corner. Yeah, like a backup. Uh, you need all you need a. Another, another you got to you got to develop a corner. I yeah, mean, because sure. you know, I mean, your your pay skill at corner right now is, you know, is AJ Boyd's pretty high. Jalen Ramsey, even though he's on a rookie contract, is still fairly high. It's not anywhere yeah, near what him, he's they worth. They get him cheap for another but two years. You've got to start developing corners. You've got to start developing some corners. Plain and simple. Yeah. And you can't stop that. That's got to be an ongoing. Well, it's thing. always like that. But linebacker develop cold defense, but defensively, linebacker is the biggest issue. I agree Depth at linebacker, yeah. Yeah. and we talked about before the break the retirement of Paul. Can, can we talk about that a little bit? Which one? Puzz. Puzz. Well, we got, we're going to get to him a little bit later. Oh, you say? Are you teased at the last we're segment? Te- you're waiting for. We're going to tease it again. Double tease. I don't like being teased twice. I know. I don't. I can say something. I'm just going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave it alone, Joe. You can tease me once, JP, but don't do it twice. Let's let's take our time out, and we will come back when we return. Can we talk about pause when? we come back it's a third tease oh god we're gonna get to Paul Pazlesny Jaguars linebacker calling it quits calling it a career after 11 years a few more of these free agent signings to go as well we'll go around the National Football League coming up a little bit later PRI Productions the official event production company of the Jags has everything you need to bring your next idea to life visit PRIproductions.com it's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio Looks at the Jacks, two safeties. Barks out the signals. Third down and almost seven play action. Steps turns and throws it. This one is intercepted. Puslusty's got it. He's going back the other way. He's at the 40, the 30, the 20. Puslusty's going. 10 5 touchdown. Jaguars. Intercepted pick six. No flags. Paul Puslusty. Brian Sexton on the call. Paul Puslusty to the house in Denver. A mile high. What year was that? 2014? 13 wow. picked off I don't Peyton. know. I don't know what year that was. <laughs> I was there. One of the, great, one of the great plays in, in Puzz's career. Great actually. football player. A great interception. He's a great football Tip-toe player. Tiptoe down the sideline. He called it a career. 
Uh, and he's done after 11 I'm disappointed, seasons. to be honest with you. Why? I wish he'd have t- tried to do one more. Because I think he's a good football player. Yeah, he might have tried, I, right? I, I still think he's good, and I think he still would bring a lot of value to this football team. Did, uh, he's one of my favorite guys to ever put, put on the Jaguar uniform. I think he's an all-time Jaguar. Uh, he's a better guy than he is football player, and he's one heck of a football player. I wish you would come back. He he, and his uh, rep, his reputation though, of how he works out, how he prepares, how much of a pro that he is. I mean that. I mean that's where the legend of Paul Pozlozny is. You know. I mean, and I think that anybody that had the opportunity to spend a season with him, the players that are in that locker room now, I think they're very fortunate because he's a great example of how you're supposed to be. You know, how you're supposed to prepare. You know, how you're supposed to focus. Uh, his pregame warm-up. <laughs> it's exhausting. My God, I'm tired watching him. And I, I I don't know about you, Tony, but when when I was playing, okay, I hate to use that term, when I was playing. Back in my day. But, I mean, seriously, on game day, the last thing in the world that you wanted to do was expend any energy that wasn't when the clock started. What are you talking about? My warm-up was very similar before Cup the game. A cup of coffee and a oh, newspaper. Oh, really? Yeah. I walked out there, took two passes, and had about eight cups of coffee, went and took a nap. See? It's very similar to what Puzz does. <laughs> 30 minute aerobic. I didn't go out to the medicine field. Balls. Medicine balls. I mean, med balls, you know, uh, what are those things? Rubber bands and sprints. And He's a pro, things. though. He's an I mean, He was a great ladder drill. He's a total pro. And, and you know what? He's such he, a good linebacker, too, when man. He played, He's so good inside. In the third and fourth quarter, when everybody else is sucking wind, there goes, there goes Puzz. You know, he's like a machine. You know, John Ozer made uh, some pre- some pretty good points on this earlier this week about him. And one of the games that stood out for him, the game that really stood out for, for John in his career, was this season when, you know, he, he was playing a secondary role at linebacker for the most part. But then there was a game where he had to come in and play the whole game. That's because Telvin had a concussion. That's right. And he had 14 tackles, a tackle for loss, a sack and a half. He's all over the field. It's like the pies of old. You know, you know, I, you know what I remember about him the most? Yeah. He tore his peck. Yeah, that's it. that was my game. And then, yeah. what, finished the game? Uh, yeah, and played the rest of the series. Yeah. yeah and wanted to play more, and they, they pulled, it was unbelievable. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I wish he'd come awesome. back. I, mean, awesome. I respect him hanging him up, and uh, you know you know when you're a player, and he knew it was time. I'm just telling you. Selfishly, yeah, I wish he was back, because I think he makes this team better. This team is not as good without him. Now, they can get better, and they can get young guys, but his presence, his knowledge, his, the flexibility he gives you at defense, because he can play any of the positions – and if a guy gets hurt, I mean, here's the thing. Obviously, you don't want to play without Telvin. But did at any point, did you feel like there was a huge drop-off with Puzz in there? No. no. And Nickel? I mean, was it as good? It was, it was but, as small of a drop-off as you could hope for. I mean, but from a right. starter to backup, I mean, it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, Puzz. Oh, Here we go. We're in trouble. No. Now, did it change some coverages? I'm sure Todd Watch called because yeah. he doesn't have the speed. Sure. Mm-hmm. But as far as functioning out there as a defense with him out there and what he was able to do, I mean, I, I, here's the other thing, you know, his role kind of kind of lessened this year, yeah. and so he was asked to play special teams. And he was really good, crushing guys. I mean, yeah, he's just good <laughs> on special teams. I mean, he's just a pro. You know, a you, lo- player. Yeah. you love guys like that, and you know, you always want to have a a roster full of guys like that. And I mean, that's how you win in an era, at least the last few years, where the Jaguars' secondary wasn't really into making interceptions a lot, except for last season that changed. He was the leading interceptor on yeah. defense for a yeah. lot of those. He had 11 interceptions in his career, and that was more than any defensive back the Jags had up until last season, really, in a single – I mean, the guy was I'm just jealous. Very good. I mean, because, you know, when 
When God created the linebacker, <laughs> I mean, there's Paul Puzlesny. Wasn't you? I mean, no, it wasn't me. I can assure <laughs> no. you it wasn't me. That's why he got moved to defensive end. That's why I got moved. <laughs> okay. They took a look at what, you know, God had in mind. They looked at me and they said, son, you just don't fit the Six, five and a half. Sorry, son. <laughs> Six, five and a half. No, we're putting your hand down. But I mean, he's like he's carved from granite. You know, he's, you know, he's got big, broad shoulders, chest, you know, great arms. I mean, the, guy's, the guy is an absolute. I mean, stud. He'll be missed around here. Yeah. I hope he's. I mean, I, I hope, I he's, hope he's still around. Hope honestly. he's still around, but he'll be missed as a uh, as a football player. I think he can do whatever he wants to in this town or, or beyond. He's a sharp guy. Well, I hope he. Look, here, here's the thing: whatever he chooses to do, he's going to give it the Paul Puzlesny work ethic and commitment and and I, th- I don't know if you guys did you read? I'm sure you read his quotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, great letter. Yep, totally. Paul Puzlesny. Did you expect anything different? Though? No, 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 it was totally Paul Puzlesny. So what, he, what he said, you know, you know, the game requires the ultimate commitment. If you're not willing to do the ultimate sacrifice, you know, I mean, I just, I can almost hear the, you know, the the music playing in the background. It's like I was watching a movie. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty it's great. Cool. Classic. I'll say it one more time. I'm gonna miss him. I'm what? gonna miss. I'm gonna have miss him being on the field. Let him let him come give the speech to the team the night before the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> How about that? I like that. That could work. Hey, uh, let's get back to, to free agency a, a bit here. Yeah, I want to talk about position and need because we didn't talk about the one that is maybe the biggest yeah, need right now. Yeah, you know, we, we touched on a couple of those, but – There's only one quarterback on the roster. There today. is, and that's Blake Bortles. There's not a backup. Wait, Chad Henney is, minute, is visiting places. What right happened now? to uh, – what was the guy's Brandon name? Brandon Allen? What happened to Brandon Allen? No, they cut him last team. year after you and I said not wait to. Wait a minute. So, so wait a minute. They, they, they let Brandon Allen go and kept Chad Henney? Yes. That's correct. Remember we said – didn't we say keep him? Yeah. So now, Chad Henney is a free agent, and huh. he's out visiting teams, visit the Dolphins, the Titans. I think he's in Kansas City today. Hey, Alan, barbecue. He, I think he was only making like he's like six ninety one. I think is what his salary was last right. year. Yeah. Mobile, okay. Well, the bottom line is, neither of them are here, so you're pocket presence. That's in the past. Oh. They're dra- the past. They are drafting a quarterback <laughs> in this draft. Oh, yes, yeah. they have to. Yeah. Right. I'll say this. One, one, first or second round. I wouldn't shock, be shocked at twenty twenty nine. We pick twenty nine. With this quarterback, might trade up, might either trade up or might take a guy right there. Yeah, I mean, you especially have as aggressive there as they're being in free agency. Three year deal for Blake, and why well, not bring? In all reality, it's a one year deal for Blake. Okay, if you like how it's structured. Well, it's it's more than a one year deal if you like him. No, if, if you if like him, but my my point is, it's not one of those deals where it's so much. Uh, uh, guaranteed money, Jeff. That they have right. to keep him for two or three years. Well, the guarantees on was like twenty six million, right? Okay, which is what he had. Part. You know, uh, you know what was it? Uh, Seventeen million guaranteed before nineteen and a half, or nineteen and a half guaranteed before. So I mean, in an extension of about, years added to the contract, it's about six and a half more million, uh, guaranteed dollars. That, that's not a whole lot. I think the dead money next year wouldn't be if they if it didn't work out. Well, listen, we we hope it does. I mean, we all want Blake here. Both Jeff and I said we mm-hmm. would do the same thing, but I'm saying. I believe they're going to draft a quarterback in the first couple rounds. If the guy's on the board, they're not going to reach to do it. But that yeah, and there's a lot. Me. There's a lot of draftable quarterbacks. This sure, year, oh, it's a know. yeah deep up top. You, that's the one thing. It'll be interesting, and especially what you've seen in free agency, where some teams filling some needs. Filling, then they fill quarterback. That's roles, what I'm saying. Quarterback know? roles. It'll be interesting to see where the three or four guys shuffle out. Could you see a guy that a lot of teams have that you might have ranked in the top fifteen, top ten type of player? Sliding down to the back half of the of the draft. Well, it's a good it's a good problem. For us. I, I can tell you, Cleveland's not going to 
you know, you think they'll pass on a quarterback. No, they're going to pick. Okay, they have the, first, the, the number one. The, traded for Tyrod. Taylor. Well, they have the number one and number four pick. Yeah. One of those picks are going quarterback. Yeah. If you're them, you got to go Barkley Buff- first, and then quarterback, whatever's there. Bu- four, right? uh, Buffalo's gonna, really Buffalo's like picking a quarterback. Yeah. For wait sure. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't like the product, the Alabama product? Got JP, McCarran, JP's got offended. I guarantee you they're picking a quarterback. <laughs> I guarantee it too, yeah. I'll, you know, I'm, I'm curious dog. to see, and I'm, I'm being serious here. You know, A.J. McCarron, I just remember when he came out of Alabama. First of all, you made fun of his arm for four years. I did. He won, he won a lot of football games. He did, but won a lot it wasn't of like he was standing back there for, you know, seven seconds having to pat the ball, throw it around. Oh, yeah, he had a great that, offensive line. Yeah. I mean, had a ton of weapons. But I just remember distinctly about him at Alabama is that he did he lacked arm strength. Yeah, and and I didn't I wasn't saying that to be funny or or overly critical. That that was a fact. You said Chad Pennington like, and probably right. You know, but Chad Henny, I mean Chad Pennington played a long time. Played a long time at a high level in the National Football okay. League. So I'm going to be curious good to level. see if AJ McCarron, yeah, at a good level, can he break through and be a full time? Yeah, yeah, how does he do? And, I'm, and I and I can't wait to watch him. And we'll see who's going to be up against. I don't know about this. Wait a second. I can't wait to watch <laughs> him. Fired up. Yeah. I'm, he's can't gonna be, wait. He's going to be tuned well, into yeah. Bill's training camp. This let me, year. Let me say this. There's about five hundred things I'm more excited about in my life right now. And in, well, I get excited about a lot of four hundred fifty of them. Yeah. around football, I'm more excited about than watching AJ McCarron play. Just for well, the record, I, I just can't help it if you just don't get excited much. I mean, I get excited about stuff like that. I mean, well, he's like, a guy we, we, you know, he's going to have an opportunity. You like being teased? No, you, know, you get let's, excited let's, a lot. Let's I mean, see what else is going on. He got his opportunity. He, he's got a very high opinion of himself, right? Uh, so let's see what he does. Well, so do you. Of you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's a little different there, JP. He's in another category. He, he's even admitted that. Let's finish off the Are oh, you saying he feels very highly about himself? Yes. I mean, it, okay. What, uh, you, just, I mean, give us an example. Go ahead. Please. Break it. Breaking story. Breaking news. Here. You didn't know that? I mean, A.J. McCarron, I mean. I, I don't think I would have said that without you saying it. Why I guess are we talking about A.J. McCarron? He well, because he can't wait. Dads. I mean, he is excited about A.J. McCarron. Of all the things that happened the last two days around here, that's what you're excited the about? The Bills Mafia is excited <laughs> about A.J. McCarron. What in the world is going they on are. here? Isn't that what they call the Bills fans, Mafia? The Mafia, yeah. yeah. They're excited about A.J. Yeah, they're excited. I um, can't help it if you guys aren't. J.P. is. He's a big Bama fan. I don't care. Yeah, but he's not He's not excited about him because he's not playing for Bama anymore. I don't anymore. care. J.P. only loves people that went to Alabama no, that's when they're at Alabama. That's that, That's. Whatever. So he just throws them away like a pretty much. Can we move out, on to the modest of these three guys? Well, got well, I think was Trent Richardson. He got embarrassed by. Doesn't he feel? I think that? what we found out about JP Jeff is that he doesn't really value. Just saying, what do you fourth overall pick? Complete bust out of the league now. He doesn't Alabama really. Guy. Yeah, I, think he's sure. in, I think he's in Canada. Um, he doesn't really value football players once they're no use to him. Yeah, he's like Nick Saban. Get him out of here. Yeah. Just, get yeah. him out of here. Hey, Rob. Uh, doesn't speak, get out of here. Doesn't speak a lot. I'm sure he doesn't Col- speak very Aaron, highly about us either. Aaron Colvin, see you. No, I'm kidding, of course. Love no, those guys I, to death. Um, let's finish off with the other free agents. It's not what we your track record touched. says. It's not what your track we record says. We haven't touched yet tonight. Uh, Davis and Carey's coming back. Don Carey, special teamer. Oh, the Jaguars. The Jaguars, uh, that's going back to where. 2011 when they stole him from the Browns. No, no the, the, that was like unacceptable. Yeah, they b- broke an uh, unwritten rule that you don't do. Oh, you Once you wave a guy, guy in, a, injured. Wave him injured, you don't pick another guy. You don't pluck uh, a guy off of that. Your, Gene Smith uh, somebody said, else's I don't roster. care. We I'm taking it. Yeah, Gene for Smith two years did it anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then he spent the last few years, a number of years, with the Detroit Lions. He's, he's a special. T- he's just more of a special teams player. Yeah. Jeff, is that how you view it? 
Yeah. Down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Line guy. Good yeah. depth. Davis coming in from the uh, the Rams, special teamer as well, safety. Mm-hmm. And uh, Niles Paul, tight end. We'll have a special teams role. But he, well, he, need, he, he needs to find a way to be healthy. When uh, he's healthy, he's athletic now. Yeah, when. That's the key word there, when. He hasn't been healthy much lately. And uh, I know he had that one year in for the Redskins that was fantastic. And so, I mean, he's got a skill set now. That he can be one heck of a he's football left-handed player. He's left-handed, too. Did you know that? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, he's a left-handed guy. But I now understand that after watching it on Jaguars. <laughs> are we watching on Jaguars.com? We are, yeah. Yeah, he saw it. Yeah, Jaguars.com. I'm checking it out. There's Don, Don Carey right there. He's, he's right-handed. Got, got a new hat. Got a Jaguars logo on it. That's a good thing. <laughs> Exclusive video from the signings today, you guys. Hey, there's Tim, Tim Walsh. Walsh. Bald. <laughs> the most famous... <laughs> Jaguars front office employee that there is. Tim Walsh, folks. Yeah, he loves Notre Dame and he's bald. Contract loves Notre guru. Dame and he is a contract-making machine. He had a busy day the last couple of days Without Tim here. Walsh, they don't, they don't have an active first day in free agency. There you go. He is the key. He executes. Yes. That's what he does. We're going to come back <laughs> and go around the National Football League, including an NFL owner passing away this afternoon. That happened a little uh, later today. The U.S. Women's National Team is coming back to Everbank Field. Come see the U.S. host Mexico in a friendly ahead of World Cup qualifying on Thursday, April 5th. Tickets and VIP access available at ussoccer.com. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio. Welcome back to the HananiaAutos.com studio. Jaguars Thursday continues right now. Gallons AC is giving you a chance to get your electric bill paid for the entire 2018 season. Just guess the weekly order of opponents for the 2018 Jag season and you could win. Enter today at Jaguars.com slash Hey, I got a question. Is there any, like, we were just talking in the break about yes, Tony. Kirk Cousins' guaranteed money. I know we'll get to all these <laughs> stories and everything in a second. Is there any, like, Guaranteed money and radio. Is there like free free agency for radio guys? Is there any free agent? Thing? Uh, yeah, there's free agency. Can we, can we get franchise? <laughs> you want to go test? No, I don't. Not, I really don't. Is there a franchise tag for us or anything? I don't know about that. Sign, signing bonuses come in the form of biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> it's just remarkable how uh, we were talking about Kirk Cousins. I mean, 80, fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed contract, three years, $84 million. For everything, too. Guaranteed everything. No, yeah. Yeah, against injury, against performance, against whatever. They are paying him $84 million, $28 million a year for the next three years. Yeah, they're essentially stroking a check to him today. Is what they're doing. Well, oh, yeah, no, it's over three years. It's right, but it's, it's, it's spread it's out. Over but my point, but it's, it is, but it's his money. I mean, it's his money. It's, it's pretty amazing, and and look, uh, a lot of people have faulted Kirk Cousins, including some of his former teammates, about how he handled his business, saying he wasn't committed, et cetera. You know what I tell them? They're just Kick a, rocks. I mean, we'll see you Kirk, Kirk see Cousins ya. has absolutely maximized he, the system the for, to make the money. Guess what? There's no question Most about it. Most players wouldn't do what he did. He rolled the dice and Nothing signed one-year deals and turned down guaranteed money. To, and, to, and to roll the dice. To roll the dice. you got to give him credit for doing that. Hats off. Got to give him credit for doing that. Let's go around the National Football League. Haven't Since we been doing on it? We have been. Oh. We've got to start the music to make it official okay. here. We'll continue with the quarterback trend. You're so professional. Kirk Cousins, three years, $84 million. Case Keenum to Denver. The Browns traded for Tyrod Taylor. 
The Jets now have Josh McCown and Teddy Bridgewater each signed a one-year deal. Sam Bradford gets $20 bucks, and Mike Glennon go to the Cardinals. A.J. McCarron to the Bills. Breeze gets two years, $50 million with the Saints. It's a lot of quarterback moving in two days. I was, uh, when I was telling Tony this in the commercial break, I was reading an article somewhere, uh, and they talk about how, you know, the, what players have made in their career money-wise. And obviously mm-hmm. the NFL has grown significantly. The player salaries have grown significantly as well. And at the top of that list of player who made the most money in an NFL career is Peyton Manning. And I think it's like $234 million. And not far behind him is Drew Brees, who just added another 50, 50. to what he's So let me ask you a question. So here, I just thought of this. The Saints paid him 25 a year, right? Basically, that's exactly what they paid him. If you're the Vikings, and you're going to pay Kirk Cousins 28 a year, fully guaranteed, would you rather have Kirk Cousins for three years or go to Drew Brees and say, we'll pay you $60 it was, million. it was reported that they did. Oh, they did? Okay. Yes. And I, I don't think Drew Brees actually wanted to leave. Right. No, he wasn't going anywhere. No, but I'm saying, but if I was a GM, I'm like, wait a second, I got to pay 28 for Kurt. Hey, uh, Drew, I'll pay you 30 a year for mm-hmm. fully guaranteed for two years. Yeah, but it's amazing the the, the top earners in, NF, in their NFL career. Peyton Manning is at the top of the list. Eli Manning is number two. Uh, wow. Drew Brees, I think, is number three. In uh, uh, San Diego, LA now. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Rivers. And the top non-quarterback, I believe, is Larry Fitzgerald. Really? Somewhere in the $150, 160 and million. none of them has, have Brady. made as much as Tom Brady. And here's the thing. that's Tom Brady's no, wife makes $40 million Tom, a year. Yeah. And here, here's the, the funny thing is that we're talking <laughs> He's about. the breadwinner at home. He's not. Sam Bradford going to the Cardinals. He's made a ton of money. Because, so he, because in the league, he was, remember Jeff Y. He well, was he, in the last year before, before the they rookie changed wage scale. the rookie wage scale. So he got coming out, he got like yeah, but here's eighty million dollars okay. or something ridiculous. He, he got money. Okay, got money. From, that was with the Rams, and then he left the Rams and went to Philly. Got paid there. Got paid there. Gets traded from Philly to Minnesota. Got paid there, and now is off to Arizona and got paid there. Someone tweeted, has anyone done less for more than Sam Bradford? My response is, that's business. That's the way it is. $20 million. You play quarterback and you're halfway decent, you're a free agent, you're getting paid. How come you didn't get your kids playing quarterback, Tony? I don't know. They can't throw the ball, I guess. Jeez. (laughs) What did Case Keenum get? I played, so hold on, what, what do you mean they look like? I played quarterback in ninth grade. I was very good. In ninth grade. They wouldn't is, have moved me. I did too. If they wouldn't have moved me to offensive lineman, I'd be making $100 million oh, that, a year. Oh, really? Yeah. The first 330-pound quarterback well, I have besides Jared Lorenzen, who's made it in the league. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gained this much weight. How much did Case Keenum get paid? What was his guarantee? Uh, I, I don't know. I think he he was in that. He's like he, was a, like, he was in the range of Blake Bortles. Yeah, it was pretty close I, to I remember that. Well, like my point, who would have thought, thought Case Keenum would be making 18 to $20 million a year? No, good for him. I'm it's happy. But big year, man. It's I get it, but guess that's my point. If you're a quarterback and has have a one good year and you're a free agent, you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. The, this league is so desperate for guys that can be the guy. That's why I was saying, you know, yeah. you, you need to retrain yourself. I, I know. Can, 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 I, can I, bad I, hips still throw? I keep my arm warmed up. <laughs> this wing going here. Uh, Sidearm. We continue around the league. The Dolphins are cleaning house, and Dominican Sue cut. Julius Thomas cut. Uh, Landry was out of there earlier, so Mike they're making Pan- changes. Mike Pouncey was cut Pouncey, today. Pouncey, the said. center, out of there today. Uh, that's what I read on wow. Pro Football Talk. That's I don't true. know if it's final. It's true. 
So they're all gone, and they're all in the market. And, and Dominican Sue allegedly is uh, visiting the Saints to see what they're about. Yeah, and he was all he, he literally was almost uncuttable just because of the the dead acceleration money. and dead money. Yeah. And uh, well, they he, did it. He has been uncuttable, I think, prior to this year, and so now because they cut him, they have to find a way to cut take everybody on else all that money. I mean, so it's a mess. You know, and, and Dominican Sue, it will be interesting to see where he goes. I mean, he's a good football player. If some people think that he, he plays uh, in a cheap way at times. And I, I don't think he's ever been viewed as a strong locker room leader uh, or a locker room presence. So, you know, what Is he, he a makes difference maker, Jeff? and where he – I think he can be because, I mean, he's a strong football player. Yeah, I mean, good football so player. strong. Yeah. And a really good football player. Good player, but I don't know if he's and a And interior great pass rushers, I mean, his numbers show that he's one of the best. No, he's very good. Yeah. Very good. So I just wonder about him as far as the locker room because, you know, you just never hear anything good. You know, and if, and if he's good in the locker room and he's good, like good player, we know he's a good player, would you let a guy like that go? He's right. talented now. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, he so, is a talented dude. I don't know. I'd, I'd be Powerful about human it, being. Um, I'm excited to see where he goes. Yeah, I'm excited. You? You're going to follow that one, too? you got a lot on your list this offseason. I just had to throw that out there, though. <laughs> Bill's Mafia, you're going to follow yeah, the Saints, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole thing. Uh, we continue with the Cardinals. Cut the honey badger. Tyron Matthew is out there now. Apparently, he refused to take a pay cut, so they decided to cut him. Salary cap reasons. Yeah, I think he was supposed to make like 16 or something this year yeah. or something ridiculous. He's a great team. player now. I mean, he he, he year, is remember? a great player, and I know Tony thinks I use that term too often. Yeah. Not with him. A, a, a couple of knee injuries, play, safety, nickel. nickel. He's very, he's very good. I don't know if he's great. He's, but great he's very player. good. I take him. I mean, I'd take him in a minute. I mean, you're not going to spend the money on him. What he's going to want? He said he'll go. He'll take less to go to a winning team, but not that much less. Not that much. Less. <laughs> yeah, there, careful. There's, there's a point. You know? Okay. Look. You know. I'll you know what? Take I, I, maybe it's not all about the money. A well, it's a First bit of about all, the money. Uh, guys, a lot of guys have said that, and I'm sure some guys mean that. But guess when you find out. Is when Team A offers you twelve million, who doesn't have a very good chance to win Super Bowl, and Team B, who has a high per, uh, percentage of making the play, uh, is going to make the playoffs and has a chance to make the Super Bowl, offers you six million. Then we find out what it's all about. Yeah, I, I'll never forget, you know, because back in the early years of free agency, Reggie White was like the first big yes. name free agent, absolutely. You know, the really to hit it, and uh, and I remember Reggie saying that, you know. Uh, that he was going to trust, you know, what, what God, God would say to him to help him go where he wanted to go. And the joke was at that time was that it was in God we trust. <laughs> and that's where he ended up going, Green Bay, which paid him the most amount of money. But he ended up did ended up winning the Super Bowl and everything else. And he was, I mean, a great player. Well, cause it, great it, player. So I asked you about Indomitian Sue because Reggie White, Made everyone. I mean, he made that team better. Now you had oh Brett Favre gosh. too. Unbelievable. But meet, the day Reggie White got there, Green Bay was different. Oh yeah. And that's and Indominus Sue's very talented, but he's, he's not, not that, that he's type not of that player. player. Like Reggie White, and for our younger listeners, great in the locker you can't room, even leader, a franchise. You can't explain how good he was. Yeah. Changes the culture immediately when he walks in the locker room. Indominus Sue. Have you ever heard anything even close to that? Oh, he's about to head to his third franchise. No. 
Sad news this afternoon out of New Orleans. Tom Benson, the owner of the Saints and the NBA's New Orleans Pelicans, has passed away at 90 years of age. He was hospitalized with the flu February 16th, passed away today, March 15th. Did he ever leave the hospital, JP? Or? I don't think so. Yeah, it's sad. I just, I'll always remember him when the Saints won a Super Bowl and his celebration with the umbrellas, that, you know, the Norm-style celebration. Uh, it's pretty cool. You know, and, 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 what, and what that organization meant post Katrina. Yeah, well, it meant to the, to he the, kept the team there. Yeah, there was threats of them moving yeah. and leaving, and he bought the team when he originally bought them. There were threats of the Saints leaving because well, they had not had a winning season. That's right, and I think that he probably entertained some thoughts, and then Katrina came, yeah. and the, that all changed. Obviously, the but it's been I think at least from the reports, been a sad kind of last couple of years. A lot of infighting of his family about the franchise and jobs, and the, you hate to see that. Um, and so sad day for Saints family and uh, the Benson family and uh, he was uh, he did a great job in New Orleans. I mean they won a championship there and they they mean a lot to that city. Yeah. I don't know much about the Pelicans. I don't think they're great or anything, but the Saints are a mainstay and a an important uh, foundational piece of the uh, New Orleans community. It's, it's going to be an interesting time when it comes to the ownership of the New Orleans. Yeah, will they sell it? Will they be forced to sell well, it? Well, I mean, you know, first of all, there there's going to be obviously I think some argument about the will, the will no of Tom Benson yeah, yeah, from family and the wife. And then after that, you know, the NFL has that rule about percentage of ownership of a team to have that you know, requirement. So will that be able to be met be interesting to follow. with the family? Yeah. All right, busy couple days around here. We'll see if it continues. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Tony Vaselli, Jeff Logham, Max Hockman, Joe Fortunato, Ashlyn Sullivan here a little bit later tonight. I'm J.P. Shadrick. Thanks for listening and watching Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio.